Greetings, Guardians. Welcome to the Voice of the Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And I am your host, Kane, and uh, we are here with the aftermath of Lightfall, and what an aftermath it has been. Yep, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> we have gone through I've a quite, lot of emotions. Quite the interesting, like, I guess, week and a half now, I guess, I would say. It has been... I don't remember which queen being this bad. Do you? Well, it was certainly not controversial. Um, I remember which queen. A lot of people had a lot of very nice things to say about which queen um, from from the beginning. The only thing I can think of that people were fed up with was the the rep grind from Finch, because he had to unlock the wellspring by leveling him up. Um, and they kind of eased that with uh, the new vendor, Nimbus. But uh, yeah, let's let's just go right into it. We'll start with the campaign, then we'll move into the post-game grind, talk about some bugs, mm -hmm. talk about some exotic quests, and things like that. So, uh, fun stuff. Yeah, so what were your thoughts on the campaign as we played it? Uh, not good. <laughs> Which I feel, I feel like a lot of people... Probably are thinking that, um, definitely, I mean, technically, I mean, if we're truly speaking, I'm used to this as, like, a Destiny vet, like, because they've always kind of, like, been very, like, kind of, uh, here's just a, a little something, you know, you know, some story content, it's never been really good, other except for last year with Witch Queen, um, we've had, like, PTK was really good story-wise and Forsaken, but, like, this is down there for me, I think, for expansions. Like, I still think it's better than Shadowkeep, but I, I think Beyond Light might have been better than Lightfall. I really was not a fan of Beyond Light. You weren't a fan of the... We're talking about the campaign, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just story-wise. Um, Story-wise, I think I might like this a little better then um not which one um beyond light beyond light just because of the interactions between callus and the witness mm -hmm. um i kind of wish we saw a little bit more of that but it seemed to me that like the witness was just essentially using callus and he really did not give a shit about him uh he was oh, no. he was using callus to get to us um yeah. i mean smart boy so i mean <laughs> Yeah, Kyle's ain't a smart boy, but uh, <laughs> witnesses. Though. The witnesses. Um, it felt when when we started off, I was thinking maybe it's just because I had it in my head and like maybe I should have set my expectations. But I thought we were gonna fight from Earth to uh, Neomuna, and we kind of just went through one mission to get to Neomuna by shooting stuff on a spaceship, like jumping onto Kyle's ships. Um, yeah, see, honestly, I kind of, like, wasn't surprised, like, it was, like, instantly, like, at Niamuna, like, type deal, like, on the first mission, like, cause that's what they did with Witch Queen, too, when we went to the, uh, Throne World. Yeah, we had the Throne one Earth. mission oh. on Mars and then went to the Throne World, I guess, you're right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so, that doesn't surprise me, I guess, now, when you mention it like that. Uh, yeah, I... 
that i mean i was not like that was kind of like what i was expecting i figured they were gonna go straight into like new moon on like try to focus as much of like that new planet and the new city as much as they could in that story which i mean they definitely did yeah that that story, story yeah that story was incredibly rushed so what happened was that we we hitched a ride with Kalos, we went to neomuna we just found strand randomly on the city and we're like hey what's this weird thing and we started i don't what i don't know if necessarily if it was just rushed <clears throat> it was just I don't know if, like, they don't know how to, like, combine, like, a new subclass with, like, new story content. Because they kind of did the same thing with Strand. Or not Strand, but uh, Stasis. Stasis. Yeah. And, like, they did a really bad, like, we've, we've talked about it a bunch of times, like, throughout playing. Like, they should have literally, the second mission, it should have been, we got Strand. And then, yeah. throughout that story like it what should have been osiris like kind of like studying like strand and like that's how we unlocked uh some of the fragments and some of the aspects but like the whole like okay you're gonna have strand here we're gonna take it away from you then you're gonna get back we're gonna take it away from you like yeah and then also like being tired honestly <laughs> exhausted that, and it yeah did not make sense to me like at all so well, the whole story was that there's this new power that you're unlocking and you're using it and it'll like take all your energy. Like that's that's a common story in like anime. Like you just learned how to go Super Saiyan. It's a little rough. You know, you can't do it all the time. You can't control it. True. And so you have to learn how to control it. But um, yeah, I think for a gameplay wise though, I think they should have given you Strand like the moment you like you use it for the first time and then you yeah, earn your aspects agree. and you earn your fragments throughout the, the campaign i think that's a better way to teach people and like you know like the, your, this is your starting point and then throughout the, the the campaign you learn your other uh like how to how to use it properly throughout the whole campaign yeah yeah instead of just cuz <clears throat> I felt like that kind of took away like so much of the potential like story telling. I mean, we had like was it the there eight missions? Uh, it was either eight or nine or something like that. So whatever the second to last mission was, uh, Hardline where or Headstrong, whereas like that was basically like this full on like training mission of like fully like unlocking it, like, and it just you wasted a whole entire story mission on just like that where there was like so many questions which once again back from playing d1 i mean destiny or bungie does an amazing job making sure that we have plenty of questions on what in the world's going on and not actually like delivering it in a story yeah right off the rip like in which i i felt like they kind of like with Witch Queen, I felt like, okay, maybe we were starting to see kind of, like, a new, like, phase of Bungie and Destiny. But, like, I, I guess not. I guess we're back to the old roots of just kind of, like, not very good story, but really great gameplay. Yeah, that's the thing. So, so Strand in itself, like, on day one, I think you and I were much higher on it than some of the community was. Um we thought like strand it could be like a like 
really strong here with these aspects. We haven't unlocked all the fragments yet, but yeah, like making like, these threadlings and and suspending like champions and stuff like that was huge. Yeah, I was loving it. Like honestly, like coming into Lightfall, like I really wasn't super excited uh, for Strand. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, you know, like cool, like a new subclass, like whatever. Like yeah, I wasn't huge um, on it either. Like I was like, this looks know, okay. Like, like whatever but like the more like when i like we finally got it and was like using it like it's really fun to use so like i've been enjoying it like for the most time like most part unless i'm doing like really high-end uh activity where i'm like super under level or something like that i'm pretty much always on strand on my strand hunter so i was very very pleased with strand because like stasis itself i wasn't really a fan of yeah, um, uh, as a Titan main, um, when we got uh, Stasis, yeah. that melee, I was so disappointed with it. <laughs> um, it was just like a short little like shoulder charge, and it would be gone if you missed. <laughs> like uh, that, that was a disappointment. But with Strand here, having three melee charges, that's that. Like when I started seeing the three melee charges in the videos for these things, I was like, okay, this is going to be busted. Uh, um, and yeah, it's turned out Titan for Strand is very, very powerful too. So, uh, everyone, I love how I, I, I've been saying that, like, even before, like, when everybody was like upset. Now, like, I kind of get because it's kind of like repetitive for the Titans, they like need to figure something out with Titans because it seems to be like basically Fist of Havoc copy and paste type things. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, from what I'm understanding, like, it's pretty powerful of a super so yeah with the um, which i kind of figured the titans are always busted yeah with synthoseps uh it does pretty good damage um so that's good uh just thinking of um something else yeah the warlock i i mained warlock for the first day and i love the the build into threadlings like it might not mean the most powerful but Having a, a bunch of minions to go around and kill shit for you is a lot of fun. Yeah, like if <clears throat> I've been saying, like if they would have been able to deliver the like story that we kind of got from like Witch Queen, um, on top of like all the quality of life changes, the way gameplay feels right now, like I feel like this expansion would have been like really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and another thing, uh, they I think. Well, not I think they did want us to grind out and wait weeks for um, the new fragments to unlock, but with everyone um, complaining online, they decided to just unlock them. And yeah, which I don't understand. Like there was like two like things. Like they already kind of got the backlash with Stasis on how long that took. Yeah. Okay. You, you you're now giving us a brand new subclass on top of like. At least with like stasis, I could understand a little bit because like build crafting wasn't super big back then. Yeah. Where now build crafting is like a huge focus now. <laughs> Just have that all that stuff like be unlocked. Um, I'm not necessarily like a huge fan, but like it's not annoying of like the strand. Is it strand meditations? Yeah, yeah. The, the currency, currency, like to buy them. Yeah, yeah like yeah, like this make that glimmer. Like. I, I, that was just kind of like and it's not even like i'm not like okay like this is like really dumb type thing but like i can live with it but i just figure like 
Man, just make it glimmer. Make everything unlocked right off the rip. So once you beat the story, you can have everybody kind of like actually enjoying the full potential of this new subclass that you have that you just created. Yeah. The, um... Luckily, they backtracked on that and they did change that. Was that that day two or day three? Um, I think it was day two. Like, I think it was at the end of day two. It was, it was super late. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I think around midnight or so it became unlocked. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I figured they would learn their lesson from stasis, but they did not. Um, and it's not like they've never done the, the thing where you unlock parts of your subclass while you're playing the game. Like that's how they started off Destiny 2 with was you would unlock each little piece of the diamond and then yeah. uh yeah i don't i don't know why they decided to go back to the stasis route but seeing yeah, them do have, this if they're going to bring you know, in another subclass i would be surprised if they tried to do it for a third time and lock it after the campaign like that would be huge i i really don't i like i still like a lot of people like say like the story like i don't even necessarily i Maybe I, maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't necessarily think the story felt rushed. I think they were like pleased with it, like the developers, um, because like Bungie isn't like afraid to like de delay their expansions. Like they've done it in the past. They've done it twice. So like if you know, so like I feel like if it needed to be delayed, like they would have delayed it to mm -hmm. like make adjustments. I feel like that they we're happy with on how everything turned out writing wise for the story. Um, I kind of like, they could have done better, like in terms of like previously, like I'm a, a big talk. Like I was not really a fan of the full year of Witch Queen. Like to me, there was only like really one good season. Um, they've could have done a really good job of like, kind of like building up, like some of like the potential questions we're about to have like you know what the heck is the veil <laughs> hey you, you, know, have, you like, have to go protect the veil don't you know yeah like there should have been like some sort of like i mean i think osiris like mentions something in it and with like spire um don't 100 quote know. me on that but I, I think he does but like there should have been like some sort of like kind of like since he supposedly like after drinking the tea, like, had, like, an idea of, like, <laughs> you know, what's going on. Like, there should have been, like, a little bit of a buildup of, like, what's going to be happening with this expansion. Because they kind of, did, you know, they did a perfect, wasn't a huge fan of Beyond Light, the expansion, but they did a really good job those seasons building and leading up to the next expansion. Or with, like, Witch Queen, they did the complete opposite. Like, it was, other than, like, wasn't a huge fan of, like, the season of the haunted but at least that kind of like okay we know callus is now a disciple of uh the witness okay so like that at least kind of like wasn't like a huge shocker when mm -hmm. you know lightfall drops and like oh here's callus like what but like season of plunder like really didn't that was a nothing story yeah like <clears throat> other than like getting tea for osiris then now we know about niamuna yeah 
I, I think what they were trying to do with Plunder was try to, like, give you sympathy for Aramis. And um, we saw her in the season after that where she... Uh, what the hell did she do to the Traveler again? I can't remember. Uh, she tried to kill it. She tried to kill it with the uh, with the the war Seraph. Mines. Yeah, war mines. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see more of her in the later seasons, but it doesn't seem like there's much. They're not going to no. get around to that, you know, in a minute. Um. Bungie way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What else? Uh, they announced today that there's going to be a new uh, Lightfall mission in the okay, next so in the next season. I was going to actually ask you about this, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait till like the podcast. Like, do you think that was planned, or do you think after the backlash of the story content <sighs> that they like hurried up and made something to where? They have a little bit more con like story content with Lightfall. I won't have a full idea until I actually play it. If I play it in like a five minute mission where it's just Osiris talking, I feel like they'll probably that's probably just thrown together. Yeah. If it's more than that, then I think they just it was either cut content that they weren't gonna include because they needed to get the game out. Or they're deciding if they if they do this for the season after next season, like another Lightfall mission, I think they're just trickling out missions until the next expansion. Uh, Which, like, I'm kind of weird on, like... Yeah. Okay, like, I, I like that the fact that, like, okay, like, cool, like... Obviously, I think the Veil, like, should have been, like, kind of talked about more, you know, previously before Lightfall. But, like, I do like the fact that, like, if this is, like was their plan which i kind of have a feeling like this was their plan because like even it was like the twab after like lightfall like it kind of felt like they were like well just kind of like wait guys like we have like more stuff coming without actually like saying that because like i mean because that campaign got a, a lot of backlash on how bad it was um so i felt like that they kind of had like a plan to kind of like continue the story which like I'm hoping it every season we get like some sort of like mission to kind of like lead up to the final shape and all the seasons kind of build into the final shape because yeah if we're in a position like we were last year where you had I don't I don't count the or like starting season of like a new expansion like it's always really short um kind of for pretty much kind of for, forgettable because well you have the expansion all the other like random stuff that you're doing but like if the next three seasons are like comparable to like what we got with witch queen like i'm gonna be really worried about final shape mm -hmm. um like, yeah so uh continuing on with the campaign there's a few things we still haven't talked about uh so we met the no, clouds a lot there's a lot that we haven't talked about uh we met the cloud striders um it's the the, the you know the grizzled veteran and the and the young kid the young rookie, uh, mm -hmm. dynamic. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they kind of just relied on stereotypes to get their characters over. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm kind of right there with you on that. Yeah, even in their Vidoc, they mentioned it, and I thought, oh, okay, maybe, well, 
That's like that's the setup, and there's gonna be more behind it. No, that's just it. That's all it is. It's just grateful veteran, young sidekick, and now the sidekick yep. is become the veteran, I guess, because he's the only Cloud Strider right now. Uh, or yeah. boy, uh, I don't even remember his name. What's his name? Rohan. Uh, yeah, Rohan. I think of Lord of the Rings, and then I remember his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rohan's dead, unfortunately. Um, yeah, man, I, I like that moment where he sacrifices himself to like. I don't even know what he was sacrificing himself for. It, it was just he was like ho- holding up the radial mast or something, and then died. I I can't remember. He like self destructed. I'm assuming. I, I guess that's what. Like, because I don't, we don't really know like all their like true powers. Um, yeah, we know that they have like ten years to live. They're freaking giants. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like that—that's what I mean. Like in the story, though, like I don't remember why Rohan died. You—you you don't remember why Rohan died? Like that's kind of a piss poor writing, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I said, like, I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. Being yeah. like, you know, playing Destiny for so long. Like, it's just like after coming off of Witch Queen, where like they they gave you the. Like, they made you care. They gave you pathos for. For uh, Savathun. Like. And not to give you that for the good guys, the heroes of this story. Yeah. Ugh. And then I know a lot of people hate Nimbus. I don't like Nimbus. Um, he is just so jovial, even when his master died. Um, he, there was there was a moment where he was somber about it, and we went to the funeral for Rohan. Then you left early. Yeah, and he's just like, screw that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, he's still. I don't know. I think a lot of people were hoping for something a little darker but i guess with the marketing it should have should have known that it was going to be all lighthearted and not so serious uh yeah which i I don't know if i like necessarily like it should have been of darker like expansion just because of like i mean the final shape like in the saga of the light and darkness so like I mean, I brought this, was it, I think last night I brought this up, that this really reminds me a lot of the last trilogy of Star Wars. You know, what was the, what was the first one out of that? Was that um, the, was it the, re, not, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah, yeah. And then you had the Force Awakens, which like, I mean, reviewed really well. I was like, okay, like, maybe Star Wars is kind of back after, you know, being away for so long yeah, and then you had the last track yeah and then you had the last jedi which then basically like left so many more questions like that's what lightfall feels like and it split the fan base kind of like how lightfall did yep and now you're going to in the final shape to where there's a lot of like okay like what's going on here hopefully we see this a little bit more with like potentially more missions like sprinkled out Hopefully the seasonal content kind of answers some of these questions and like kind of helps build up to the final shape. But like at this point, it's just kind of like, 
those writers have their work cut out for them, especially after like the <laughs> massive backlash that they received on that campaign. Yeah. So, um, we do have a question in the chat um, from Ison, uh, wondering about the similarities between uh, Cade and Nimbus. Because um, I did see someone on Twitter also talk about that how, oh, Cade's like a lighthearted guy, but you know, like he, that was fine. So, like, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like... I actually remember seeing that. I feel like Cade kind of, like, earned that role. He was like, also one of three, like, main characters. He wasn't the main yeah. character of the campaign. I think if you have one character like that, and there's, like, a few others surrounding that one, like, it helps support it. Yeah. Where it was just kind of like Nimbus always kind of like being jokingly, like always trying to be funny. And like there was, I mean, because it was basically him and Osiris. That that was literally it. Yeah. Rohan, Kylo showed guess, up was, once in a while, but she wasn't a main, like, yeah. she wasn't really a main character. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was just like basically like Osiris and then like, which then you, you kind of have like your serious kind of like Osiris kind of being like a jerk through like a good majority of that, like campaign i guess yeah, but yeah. <laughs> i know i know a lot of people were like kind of like i don't even think you were like okay like enough osiris like but i always kind of like that's Os osiris osiris <laughs> has kind of like always been like that yeah so like i was just kind of like okay this is not new it's osiris just being osiris like, yeah being very demanding like yeah i think playing through the campaigns but, multiple times i was i ended up just telling him to shut up i'm like just shut up yeah. <laughs> i don't care yeah, I, and I think also, like, at least with, like, going back to the Nimbus, like, and Cade comparison, like, we have a backstory of Cade. We have war on Cade. We don't have anything on Nimbus. Like, Nimbus, like, literally is there. He's helping us out. And he's making jokes. Um, yeah, uh... The only, the only lore that I've read so far, I haven't delved too deep into it, but I've read one of the lore books on the previous Cloud Striders instead. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I haven't read anything on Nimbus yet. Um, and then one thing I wanted to talk about with the campaign, which I feel like no one's talked about, was that the Vanguard was missing throughout the entire thing. I think Zavala had one line in the whole campaign i don't think he had all right besides like at the very beginning cutscene like type thing i don't think he actually had any lines other than i think nimbus says and like the like little computer area where like you would get the news like nimbus says that like uh zavala contacted them like checking on Osiris. I don't think he had a single line other than like maybe at the very beginning. That's wild because I know that actor like really likes Destiny and so for him to not have like that many lines in this campaign is kind of weird to me. Yeah. <clears throat> and and it seemed like throughout the campaign like uh, in the beginning where the helm got shut down right for um, mm -hmm. emergency they and then the so we saw that happen and then when we came back the the next time we ever see them they're still in the helm they're just standing where they were standing before well 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Those whatever I'm gonna just say eight or nine missions. I mean that was in a time span of like it only took like two hours in like actual life destiny lifetime, you know. <sighs> Are you using anime time on me? Is this what this is? We're fucking five episodes is two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Dragon Ball Z time, everybody. Let's go. Alright. Uh but yeah, I had a pretty big gripe about that just because yeah, I just... there was so much happening. Like the witness was sieging the traveler, and no one had anything to say anything about that. At least yeah. not Ikora or Zavala. And then Osiris just like he said, "All right, guys, I'm gonna go to Nima. See you guys later." And then and peace out. Ah! <laughs> peace out. It's frustrating. Which, like I was, because obviously like he knew Osiris knew about the veil beforehand yeah i think in the lore like he's been looking for it for a long time um so like season of the seraph which was a fantastic season that was like that's a top tier season that's like an s tier season um i would have been fine with that i guess leading up to lightfall but like i guess take away plunder it should have been more about like oh like osiris explaining potentially on what the veil is and yeah. why it's important to like the witness if he knows about it and like all this other stuff like there should have been like and i think that would have really helped i mean because i remember you know running that campaign with you and demandry <coughs> like like what the heck is the veil like why is this important yeah like Maybe, and i get yeah. like you want to have questions after the expansion to kind of like we like we saw it kind of with witch queen but like i feel like everything made sense through which queen where like this it was just like okay we're going after like trying to get the veil don't know why it's important but like osiris is telling us to get it so like let's get it <sighs> yeah yeah um i think that's pretty much the story right that's about it uh i don't know if we actually have this in the notes but like i'm gonna bring this up with neomuna um what are your thoughts on neomuna I think uh, Neomuna is a beautiful landscape. It's a little empty in spaces. Um, and the lore behind Neomuna is odd. Uh, so the whole lore behind Neomuna is that they were getting undersieged. And so their entire civilization decided to put themselves in cryopods and upload themselves to the cloud. And that's why we have holographic characters, like, in the city. Now, I think that might have been something that could have been changed. I, I am a hunt. I think there was no way Last Gen could actually run Neomuna with, like, actual, like, other NPCs there. That's crazy. Like, because they already had a, like, downgrade... Like resolution or something. They did something weird when Lightfall dropped, like for like the PS4 and the Xbox One. So like I, I have a feeling like they had issues with Neomuna and actually having like people there. So like that's why they went with the holograms. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I can see that. I can also see them just doing it out of the lore reasons because a lot of this is vex and a lot of this is um like going into the the netscape and stuff like that mm-hmm. 
Um, so I can see them just trying to tie the Lord into that. I'm not 100% convinced that it was a last-gen downgrade or last decision. Um, but I can see why someone would argue that, though. Um, but yeah, the end of the campaign, we went back to Zavala and Accord to talk to them one last time before they don't say anything else for the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, and Zavala says something along the lines like, the Traveler is gone. And it's like, is it? It's just sitting in the in above orbit, and it's got a giant triangle in it. But that's about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Maybe like there's like something like where guardians are able to kind of like feel like the life of the traveler to where maybe like after like that whole scene took place of like whatever the witness did to the traveler, which. That right there is a completely final that's a final shape question that needs to be answered like i thought the ending to that like when he like goes into this portal that was pretty cool um but yeah maybe there's like they can feel like life from the traveler then when he did that like it basically like kind of like maybe killed the traveler or put the traveler to sleep or who knows yeah, um, maybe its life is getting transformed somewhere else. Who the hell knows? Because they also said that the veil had a similar like feeling to the traveler. I guess. Yeah, I do not know. There's a lot of questions, not a lot of answers. The bungee way. Um, we will learn. Hopefully, we will learn those answers uh, throughout the year. Yeah, like I, I'm still like as much as like Witch Queen like was better than lightfall um i still believe like the lightfall year can be better than the year of witch queen yeah as so, long as they yeah. focus on the answers to the questions that we have i think the reason why witch queen the expansion was so good was that it was just built upon lord that was already great yeah like it was essentially a uh, sequel to the uh the take it king essentially like it's just a yeah. follow-up to the, their entire dynasty. Yeah, because she's been, like, talked about for... Forever, dude. Ever. Oh. Alright. And uh, still... I'm going. No, 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 go ahead. Um, I'll move on after you've it, done your point. And there was literally... I'm Not necessarily, like, I kind of... Not surprised, but there was zero mention of Zivu. Yeah. And Lightfall. That last season was all about uh, Zivu Arath just coming in and I, I guess we disrupted the ritual, so she's backing off again. Yeah, like for the hundredth time, it seems like. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Alright, so that's kind of it for the campaign. And uh, so let's move on into the post-game grind. Uh, there were a few pretty good missions. Um, at least, I think a few of these, like at least last missions... So the grind itself wasn't that great, in my opinion. It's kind of the typical, just go to the patrol zone, kill stuff, open boxes, uh, grind all that out, and then you move on to the next thing. Um, so we'll start talking about the From Zero to Hero, uh, the exotic machine gun quest. What were your thoughts on that? 
Uh, I mean, everything else was kind of boring up until, I mean, that exotic, the final mission was like kind of really cool, like going into like Garden of Salvation and running it basically backwards. Um, I haven't really used the machine gun much, um, but I always enjoy going to like having story content into like the raid atmosphere, like sandbox, because I don't think they really use that enough. Other than we kind of saw that like with Witch Queen, uh, with is it preservation. Yes, yes. Um, so I, as I said, I enjoy like when they actually use those sandboxes more, like because one Garden of Salvation is a beautiful raid. So like, it was cool. Like I, I always enjoy like going back to having story missions like around the raids. Um, everything else leading up to that, like as you said, it's just typical. Bungie Destiny stuff that's kind of boring and I don't think will ever be really changed. Yeah. I like the um, the Zero to Hero uh, mission, uh, the final mission anyways, for the machine gun. Uh, you're essentially just running the raid in reverse. Um, and I think they should re... I think, they're, I think they're, they're taking my advice. They listen to me and they're just reusing the raids for uh, actual missions. Um, so bravo to Bungie for listening to me. Uh, I mean, they're already there, so like, <laughs> why uh, not use that sandbox? Yeah, I think it's I think like it's that? great because of um, solo players and people that just don't group up for raids. Like, they don't see these yeah, places. To... Mm-hmm. So the fact that they can reuse those places and it'll be brand new for people that have not done those raids. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talk going on in the chat right now about the Vex Strike Force, so we'll talk about that a little bit right now. Um, that's a public. That's a public event. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> I would love to see like more of that. I also would like to see more than having just three people in a patrol zone, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm hoping like that is a tease on like what we're going to be starting to see like in the future like it's like to me like glimmer extraction like like we've been doing them for like i don't even know how long we've been doing a lot of these like public events like give me more of that like give me an actual like public event that's like kind of challenging where you kind of need to have three or four other guardians with you to be able to beat yeah Um, do we know if we can make that heroic um, not- I don't think so. I, I've looked around and I haven't seen anything. I think that's just okay. what it is. It, for those that are listening and maybe don't know what a Vex Strike Force is, it's when there's a bunch of giant Vex Minotaurs come down through the sky, through Vex portals, and invade. And what you have to... super cool, too. Like, yeah, the sky the darkens. Sky. The, there's a bunch of Vex portals in the sky. Um, and you have to take out six uh, Minotaurs that have... Uh, immune shields and having just yourself there or you and one other person it can be pretty tough but when you see three four five six guardians together all fighting to take down these guys it's incredible and i i think destiny should move more in a direction with stuff like that uh when this happened i know a lot of people were talking about um uh, like the twelve man raid bug, and how like there should be more raids that incorporates more people. 
Um, I know that could be incredibly tough and challenged to design around, but I think having more instances like this where people have to just get together, like get together like this, I would like to see more. I don't know, matchmaking is the right word, but being able to put people together. So say, like yeah, four people in that one zone, and then you activate the the event, and people can come together. Yeah. <laughs> They they need to do something with that because like this yeah, is incredibly said, cool. There's so yeah, if you have like one or two people, like it's doable, but like it's going to be like tough. Mm -hmm. I think four is probably like the perfect number. Um, anything after that's just icing on the cake. And you so. get a pretty damn good reward. You get an exotic, like guaranteed when you beat it. Yeah, which like. I mean, at this point, like exotics are kind of like whatever. So, like, <laughs> exotics are candy, man. Like, yeah, they put them in the uh, the, the 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 battle pass. They put them in this thing now. You can grind yeah, out like, for them. There, there's higher drop rates now in in uh, activities. Like, they're they're just candy now. You're just grinding out yeah. exotics to get better rolls at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, as like since they're already kind of like overused anyways like it's not completely upset but like just kind of like eh like I would have liked to seen like a uh, either armor like maybe like like a few weapons just tied to that instead of like the exotic drop but mm. um, since we're talking about public events talk about patrol zones I've seen some conversation around this online but what are your thoughts on the patrol zone difficulty like is that too tough or is it just right now that we're up at a higher level it's not bad now like it's just kind of annoying i guess like when you first start off because like for me like i so like i had to get certain kills with like a certain weapon like i'm not gonna just use an upgrade module on this gun like that i may not ever use especially if i'm like trying out some of the new weapons that i've gotten from like uh neomuna or whatever um I mean, here lately, since I'm, like, I think it still caps you, like, what, five? Five below? Uh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I know there's swords, right? Everything has swords? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not too bad now, like, since a lot of my stuff is, like, upgraded. But, like, I understand, like, some of the complaints because it is, like, a patrol zone area. But, like, I also kind of like the fact that, like, I'm not just, like bullying everything that's in the game yeah like there so like you can still like die which i mean it's a patrol zone area so like who cares but like i don't know, i, I kind of dig the extra challenge to it like not being able to just steamroll everything and just be like well, let me just hold w and just hold and shoot things like especially if you're doing the terminal override Oh yeah, terminal overrides can be a pain, uh, especially so, when you don't have anyone else with you. You're just doing it solo. Yeah, um, you're more so than I likely going to fail the first two uh, steps. Oh, for sure. And I think that's where the challenge comes in nice because, like, obviously they made that a pretty big deal after you beat the campaign, like running that. So, like, having that challenge, like kind of feels nice like especially when you complete everything and like you know f 
open up the chest and don't get any red borders because your luck is just god awful. But like, hey, at least you completed something that was somewhat challenging. Mm -hmm. um, I do see if we have a couple more questions in the chat. I'm just going to copy paste those when we get the questions at the end. Uh, let's move on to rebuilding the monuments in the winter bite exotic uh, post game grind. What are your thoughts on that one? Worst quest in a long time. Holy crap. That was just god awful. Like, I get like using strain, like, but like doing those patrols and like, especially like because there is the level cap stuff, like, if you didn't have any like public events spawn in or if like, you did have a public event come in and you're the only person over there and like trying to make that heroic was kind of a pain and like that was it was just a really annoying grind like that wasn't necessary like it should have been like at least cut in half at least yeah yeah that's Horrible. what that's what i was Horrible. saying earlier when uh there was just a lot of meaningless grind yeah for some just... of these uh, exotics the mission was cool. I think that when you rebuild, I think you really re cool. rebuild the monuments. It was pretty cool too. Yeah, they would talk about each one of them. But the steps, like doing the patrols and like in the area, that was just you know, and and now and now that exotic that you get from it is is uh, disabled because it does way too much damage. It is. Um, yeah, and then the last exotic, uh, was the sidearm. You get that from getting all the fragments. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I know some people out there are saying that you can do a lot of damage with it and it's really good in crucible, but I don't know. I, I don't think I got the hang of the aiming and the, uh, the locking on mechanic with it. Yeah, like, I used it for a little bit. Uh, I should probably mess around with it a little bit more, but, like, I'm not a huge <clears throat> sidearm person. Um, so, like, it's not, f like, it's just not for me. So I'm like, whatever. Like, people are either going to, like, if people love it, like, great. Like, to me, I'm just going to get the quest done, throw it in the throw it in the vault, call it a day. Like, <laughs> you know. Like you do with a lot of other exotics. Yeah, gotta get that collections, boy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's it for post game grind. Unless, uh, well, there's actually no. There's a couple other missions. Um, crap. What's the weekly one on Yamuna where you go into the Vex Gate? Remember the name of that? It's, it's like it starts with a P. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, because it's the one where you need to do, like, the weekly uh, bounty, correct? Partition. Yeah, partition. Yeah. Yeah. So the partition mission was pretty cool. I haven't played the one this week. Either but, have I. I need um, to. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the first one was, at least anyway, I don't know if they've done it in this one, but the first one has you riding your sparrow throughout, disarming bombs. Uh, I'm really happy with that they're incorporating sparrow sections more in this game now, uh, like they did with the this strike. Entire expansion 
like just felt like okay they're teasing srl it really does SRL. The, like, the, the the destination alone feels like it's srl inspired like yeah, if you could later if you could literally f- get like six people into this destination you could literally set up a race you can uh there are roads that literally have checkpoint gates on them when you drive through the the, the location yeah it's <clears throat> there's also boosts that get you further in the partition mission as well mm-hmm. so it really does feel like they're setting up srl and i'm i'm Here's my crackpot theory, which none of my crackpot theories ever come true. It's just pie in the sky ideals that Guardian Games is going to have SRL. Because you think of the colors, kind of looks similar to SRL colors. I mean, I'd be cool with that. I mean, Guardian Games is already trash anyway. It's so pretty like, bad. It's just bounty so grinding. Oh, it needs, it needs a revamp. It hey, needs that's something. content, bro. It need- that is content. Do not diss the content, okay? <laughs> all there is don't, in be Destiny. On, don't be ha- yeah don't be hating on the content it's just it's just one big bounty grind yeah um but yeah those are really cool uh oh we also forgot to talk about the uh vix caliber mission i think we're we're getting to that that i'm gonna tell you what that was a good mission that was over i mean luckily like do you you and i just we ran through that pretty good but like i could definitely see doing that solo like that's a struggle yeah so for those that don't know you're essentially uh shooting in codes to unlock gates while a non-stop wave of vex come at comes at you and um like there's also vex snipers as well and i think this is 15 under right i think so yeah I, I I need to go back and like kind of reread like on all the changes to like um difficulty because like everything's like so different now like it seems like everything's something else I, I have to go back and kind of read that but yeah, I think it might be 15 10 or 15 under yeah and uh you and I kind of just breezed through it because we were we had we had two people <laughs> not everyone yeah. wasn't shooting at only one person uh yeah yeah but like to me that's what kind of felt like um if i would have done that solo like that would have felt like a a lot like zombies because it's just endless waves of ads coming in so like (laughs) i mean that's already like oh my god i love this so something to shoot okay yeah uh there's a few bosses in there there's a room where you have to deposit moats to get a safe spot before the, the bomb goes off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a cool uh, encounter. And then at the end, they had our boy Brachion came back and they had yes. it in the same like designed map layout as the strike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was actually Which... pretty good to see Brachion. I like that strike a lot. I like Ashramir a lot. It brought back a lot of great memories for me. Um... Are we considering that a secret mission? Like, I think so. I don't think a lot of people knew about that. They only knew about the um, the exotic existing. I don't remember hearing anyone talk which, about missions. Yeah, because I mean, I saw that was on Twitter. A lot of people were kind of being like, not giving out too much information, but they're just telling you to like, go here. Um, yeah. Plus, that exotic wasn't actually in 
collections. It was. I, I saw it. I, was it. I don't think it was in there beforehand, was it? I could have sworn I saw it. I was like, what is this? Thing- I said, what is this, uh, like, lathe thing? Is that the raid exotic? And it's like, no. Oh, see, maybe... Uh, I don't remember seeing it. I remember there's a kinetic exotic that's a secret. I don't remember seeing the energy. Hmm. Okay. Energy one. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but, like... Yeah, my memory is terrible, so don't go off after, what I say. And especially after, like, we've been begging for secret missions for, like... Two years now? Um, I guess year and well, a half. about a year, I guess, year and a half. And that they finally actually did one, like. Yeah, okay. it was fun to see that they were talking about. Oh yeah, we're not going to do that because it's too hard to code and you know keep it from people. And I think they did a pretty good job keeping this from people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, my boy Ashmir is back. I gotta read up on that lore. Uh, so I did skip over the bugs, um, the, the bugs section. Uh, so first day, first day experience, you and I, the manager, played through that campaign. No problems, really. Took us an hour to get in. Us? What? I mean, it took me an hour to get in. Oh. You guys were already in chilling, you know. Like yeah, but it took me like forty-five oh, minutes. These, so you know, it's basically this, an hour. No, no, no. Look at all this new shit. While I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, I'm setting up my waiting. builds while you're still waiting to get in. Uh, but no, overall, like day one was really good. Um, honestly, I would say like I wouldn't say perfect, um, but like. I don't remember being on Twitter, like, reading any bugs. Like, we had no issues. Um, we got, like, contacting Destiny 2 servers throughout the entire day, but, like, nothing ever, like, happened. happened. Yeah. And then day two arrived, and... <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I'm not really for sure what happened. Like, maybe people, like, broke off. Everybody's finished the campaign finally, and we were like, okay, we're already miserable, so let's... <laughs> see what else is going on and now oh god now i can't see anything because everybody's invisible yeah like yeah it's just day two like was rough yeah it's pretty bad um we had a bunch of invisible guardians there's a bug going around where if you give people accommodations or you get accommodations um you and everyone around you will be invisible if you aim down your sights with your gun you won't see the, the crosshair um it, it was really bad uh it made crucible like very like unpleasant like impossible to play uh i was getting incredibly frustrated with that in crucible where i just stopped um i think that's probably the worst bug uh there were some reports of crashes and stuff like that with um ps5s i know that for sure but it didn't really happen to anyone that we knew and it didn't really happen to us either um there there's more discussion around right now with the fps bug um and for those that don't know this thing has been around for a while and it's where if you have higher fps certain enemies will do more damage to you so for example um snipers will do more damage to you 
Uh, yeah, I, th I so think some freshers as well do extra damage. Freshers are... So if I can... F let me let's see if I can find this tweet. Yeah, and the fact that threshers are just like one-shotting everybody while they're trying to do terminal overloads um it's not it's not a pleasant experience uh those things need to be tuned way down i think it's a mix of maybe the fps bug and the fact that patrol zones are just harder now so everything kind of hits harder yeah all right here here's this tweet um so it's Paul Tassi tweeting somebody. Um, so Legend Lost Sector at uh, tier 10 resilience at 144 FPS. You're shot by sniper. Legend Lost Sector at tier 10 resilience, 30 FPS. It takes five shots by a sniper. So <laughs> that's yeah, it's quite a quite a change, quite a difference there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I know a lot of people are like saying that it's like potentially an engine related. Um, I don't really know video game development at all, so like I don't know, but like I definitely know that their engine is like really old, so like it could be yeah tied to that. So there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of tech debt with this game, and not a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know what tech debt is, it means like you make a shortcut in your code, but if you have to make a change to something, you have to go back and change multiple things in order to change that one thing. Um, yeah. And I feel like FPS bug would be tied into that. Like that seems like it's hard coded to something else that if it wasn't, it would break the game. Um. Oh, I remember it was <clears throat> back in for all of my uh d1 vets there was a bug going around with like uh heavy ammo like wasn't dropping it was like not dropping as like an intended and it took them like literally like maybe four to six months to fix that it's like they were having because they kind of i remember them going in like detail on like what the issue was and like on how they fixed it and it was just it was a pretty complicated like system um which i feel sorry for like the dev team like obviously like they go to school for like doing all that stuff but like it was insane like all this stuff like just anything that can like you can imagine like they would f try to fix this bug they would get that bug fixed and then like they would say like 30 other bugs would come up so it took them forever to do that. So I'm sure it's probably the same thing with FPS, but I just hope to God that there are no threshers in the raid. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Oh my God. That would be terrible. Well, you know what I'm pulling out then? I'm pulling out a crown splitter. Just go jump on top of it and smack it. Beat it with your, your sword. Yeah. Which, by the way, swords are pretty nice now. Like, especially in the exotic mission, because I was just holding off armies while you were putting in the uh, codes. Yeah, sword, swords have always been low-key, like, really good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just kind of like, do you take the risk yeah. being up close in terms of, like, high-end activity, like GMs or something like that? Probably yeah. not. I'm sure like, for this raid that we're doing... 
uh, this day one raid. Probably not going to use a sword, but you never know. You never know. It could be a strat. Because Warpriest's sword three, was a strat. Got three walls. We should have plenty of heavy, so. Mm -hmm. uh, Alright. Oh, yeah. So, another bug. Pretty big. Uh, happened recently. Uh, Wednesday night. Uh, it was scheduled for maintenance. And it just started kicking Guardians out of activities. To the point where they had to shut down the servers. Uh, for basically that entire night. And it came back, I think, earlier. This, like, right around reset this morning. Um, yeah, which I don't know if you saw that there was, like, a pretty bad bug when that happened. Like, if you logged on while it was, like, still going on, it would, like, basically, like would make you like make a new character yeah yeah i saw that which is kind oh. of funny because of the whole like hoax that we had with the fake uh character being erased like a season ago yeah it's like how ironic that that happened and then now this happened where it actually did that mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so luckily nothing major out of that there has been times in the past it, this is very rare when they do a ba like background maintenance and it's like have like a huge issue like this um it has happened a few times in the past realistically i think they saw that we had a garden scheduled for 7 30 on wednesday and they were like no we don't want these boys to be running garden of salvation let's uh let's shut it down which by the way shut it down Today was my 67th clear of Guardian of Salvation, my most run raid. Uh, putting that up too far. Not too far. I might be like. Uh, I think you're ahead of me. I think you might be. Yeah, not by much. Yeah, Maybe think... 70 now, yeah. 69. All right. Um, so, last thing we uh, will talk about before heading on into questions, which we got a, quite a few questions. Appreciate that. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about Final Shape. I know you were, um, like, throughout the last couple of weeks, I guess, you've been talking about how, like, does it need a delay? you want to expand upon that? It needs to be done right. That's, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, this is, like, to me, like, thinking of, like, Lightfall and Final Shape. Like, this is the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. This completes a 10-year story like so like they need to make sure like final shape delivers story content <clears throat> because not only does it have to finish a 10-year you know destiny story of light versus darkness um it also has to open up on what's next in destiny 2 mm -hmm. or whatever the world destiny of 3. destiny yeah so like if i'm sitting here so like one of the big things is in the past you know previously uh before i think witch queen was technically was sony did sony owned them correct uh i think it was when after wasn't it I, I i know it was around that time i can't remember if it was shortly before or short i think it was i think it was before i think i was in pa when that broke because that actually made me excited and got me back into Destiny Hardcore again. <coughs> it was um, um, July 15th. Was it July 15th? Yeah. There's an article from TechCrunch that says that. Yeah, July 15th. Uh, technically, I was still in 
Pennsylvania at that time. Um, you know, like they do have like somebody like looking over them. So like they will hold them like accountable for like, there's no way you can have another lightfall fiasco with final shape. I mean, we kind of talked about with IGN, IGN giving it a five. Um, yeah, that's pending I by think- the way. So it is. Um, I don't, and I think, I don't think the raid will really change that much. Like, I mean, it would have to be like, I mean, a killer freaking raid to, you know, bump it up. Like, to me, like, I'm other than like, obviously, like the story itself really was horrible, but everything else that came in with Lightfall, I'm very pleased with. Like, I kind of give it like a low tier seven. Like, depending on how this raid goes, like, if it's a horrible raid, I'm, it could be, I'll probably knock it down to, like, a six and a half. If it's a great raid, I'll probably bump it up to a seven and a half. Um, but even still, like, IGN, huge journalist website for it's video It's the biggest game gaming website out there. Um, There's nothing bigger than that. You don't think Sony sees that and be kind of like, okay, what the hell, guys? We dropped... Yeah. billion. $3.6 billion, and you're going to deliver a a five? Yeah. This is, um, and and I've mentioned this before that Sony is very much like they chase after the awards, they chase after the accolades. Um, Oh, they do. 100%. Like, I mean, so like having a game that's now under them that's published and it's getting a five, like, you got to think that Sony's going to. Maybe not interfere, but they yeah, ask questions like, you guys uh, need some help on something here? Like, uh... Yeah, I, I think, yeah, they'll hold them accountable. Um, so I, I definitely think with the backlash, <clears throat> um, I would kind of wait to see um, with Bungie, like, let's see on how things go. Because, like, I'm also very optimistic that we're going to have a great year with Lightfall, like, these seasons are going to really build up into final shape and help like kind of answer some of the questions that should have probably been answered in the campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, if it's halfway through next season and it's kind of a really bad season, you gotta be like, okay, Bungie, like they need to come out right away. We're whenever, like we're going to probably delay final shape, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you cannot miss with final shape. Like it would be like in game being like rise of the Skywalker. Oh, you cannot do that. You know, know, that's what like this level of like this expansion terms of like narrative, like story wise. So like if they need the time, like take the time to like, make sure like, story's good um obviously like i don't expect perfect like i don't expect like some crazy story but like definitely needs to be around the tier of what witch queen was uh for final shape make sure obviously we've played bungie enough we've played destiny enough there's gonna be bugs um i understand that like developing video games is definitely very hard and especially when you're running on is it the tiger engine i could not tell you man i don't think it's tiger engine 
whatever they're, <clears throat> I mean, I know their engine's really old. Um, you know, you can't have the invisible guardian bug. Like, that's one bug you can't really, like, the FPS one, I can live with. But, like, the invisible guardian bug to where, like, okay, now I, I have the invisible bug, I gotta now close, um, game, reopen game, like, that's just kind of, no, like, you can't, that that's a game-breaking bug right there. It is, it is. Um, like, I've mentioned that I was frustrated with it when I was doing, like, you can't play Crucible like that, it's... Yeah, well, I mean, anything, really, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing that, uh... We're getting the the second, uh... Collectible from week one. When we were on those... I don't know if they were, like, cannons? Yeah. You had to, like, yeah. shoot that, like... And I had my invisible gun, like, trying yeah. to shoot that, like... It was <laughs> horrible. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. It was pretty bad. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're probably on the same side. Like, with, I think you'd be okay with the delay with Final Shape as long as it's delivered. Like, yeah, I, I think it needs to be it needs to be a, a tier expansion. Like, we can't miss on that. Um, and I'm really like I'm really hell, hoping. I think uh, I think they should have delayed Lightfall with like yeah, with how I, buggy it is. Um. I'm really hoping, like, and I, I felt like I was kind of right with this. Like, I, I feel like Lightfall did a lot of great things in terms of, I guess, like, the ecosystem of on how we play Destiny. Like, Destiny feels great right now. Loadouts is really cool. Still need some changes with, like, loadouts, but, like, at least we have it um, mm -hmm. super quick. Uh, Guardian ranks, like, we haven't really touched on. Maybe we can touch on, like, after this, like... It's a cool like system definitely needs to be tweaked gameplay feels really good um i definitely in terms of holding my overall thoughts on like on how challenging i guess destiny is or however you want to like the challenge the change of challenge of destiny until like once we've done like the raids been over we've done, ran a few raids and probably gms i want to kind of feel like does it need to be tweaked a little bit? Like, did they go, over, like, overcorrect it too much? Mm -hmm. um, but, like, overall, like, I've been enjoying hopping on Destiny 2, like, playing it. The game feels great right now. Yeah. With so, all like, the they... complaints that I have with the story of Lifefall, I think the gameplay changes and the quality of life changes have been incredible. Um, yeah. Like, that's why, like... I think that's why a lot of people are still really enjoying it and giving it, you know, sevens instead of fives or <laughs> or eights or anything and, like that. I think if and to be, yeah, go, go ahead. Go on. I'll let no, you do. I'll, I'll let you do. Okay, so I'll just finish up and then you can do your rant. Uh, I think if you're just playing Destiny for story, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, <laughs> but but uh, if you're looking Watch for out, Mike, I'm after you. Hey, listen, I love Bife. Bife's one of my favorites. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I've watched his four-hour videos multiple times. So, you know. Um, anyways, if, if, you're, if you're looking for a game that plays incredibly well, then you're going to weigh that more. Like, Lifefall is like a 7 or an 8. It's really good. Um, 
But if you're looking for a story here, they missed on the story for this one. That's the only thing I have to say about that. Uh, we'll talk about the mod system in a minute, but I'll let you go to your rant. Oh, I wasn't going to... I just say when you said, like, if don't you play in this game for the story. I mean, like, Destiny's always had great gameplay mechanics. The game's <clears> always felt good to play. Nothing like it. So, like, just it just has always felt good. And I think they just, with Lightfall, like, really took it to... Like another step, like there's definitely more steps I think they could do, um, but it just it feels very good. Like that, I would say that would probably be like my one big complaint from Witch Queen. I didn't really feel like there was much change um, in terms of like mm -hmm. how the game played with Witch Queen. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, with like on how it's feeling now, obviously once we've like get a few months into it like i'm sure there's going to be like things that we probably okay this needs to be changed blah, blah blah you know just typical like you play something for so long like you're going to find ways to like make something better um but hopefully there isn't so much a focus on with final shape on like the quality of life of gameplay to where like you get like these swings now we get like mm -hmm. So Final Shape hopefully is like a Witch Queen style in terms of like story content, but there's not as much change yeah. to like the quality of life. Like, yeah. So, um, Ace in the Asakura or Ace in the chat, we call him Ace. Um, says that a lot of the good lore is hidden in the weapon flavor text and things like that. You have to look, actually look for the lore, and that's what made Witch Queen so great was that they presented the lore. Like, yeah, they've always have done that. That's been kind of like my biggest complaint. Yeah. Um, back from like the D one days, like Grimoire if, cards. That, yeah, yeah. If because if you think this story was bad, <laughs> D one. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to play like the oh vanilla D one story because it was just kind of like okay. I mean, at least the game's fun and there's yeah. it's a fun grind but like yeah. in terms of like story and like and once you start to like really dig into like war like everything was just like so hidden and like you gotta figure a very high majority of the player base doesn't pay attention to like the lore cards like it needs to be kind of like actually written into like story like witch queen yeah. Like, in your face. Um, I think we have to move on to the mods now. Uh, if we keep talking about lore, we'll be here all night. Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned anything about the lore changes. Or not the lore, the mod changes. The uh, lore changes. <laughs> yes. It needs to be changed. Um, so real quick, uh, my thoughts on mods overall. They've really dumbed it down to the point where... It's essentially just get an armor charge and then have that armor charge do a thing. And for most of the time, you will be running um, weapon surges or uh, grenade increases, I, I, I think. Um, there's also your resists and things like that that have always been around. Your, your orb creators uh, and things like that. But it feels like they've kind of dumbed it down to the point where build crafting isn't as unique as it once was. But yeah, and I, I feel thoughts? like it was it was a balancing thing. I feel like doing that, I think it probably is easier for the dev team to balance it instead of having <clears throat> like all these like 
because we had like Warmind, we had Powerful Friends, and then we had Wells, where now it's just like literally just one thing now, instead of having three different things. Mm -hmm. And like some of it's kind of like tied in, like some of the Powerful Friends stuff, like that's there, but like it's different. It's it's different. Like it's, I think it was kind of a move for them to make it like, uh, balanced easier for them. Like if they need to make adjustments, um, I agree. It's definitely dumbed down a little too much. I think some of the changes, like I'm not a huge fan, like of like some of like in terms of like the reloader or like the scavenger, like because it's tied to uh elemental type instead of like weapon type, and I was like. It's kind of weird like if i'm running crucible and like i'm running say if i'm running sacred providence like i have to have a kinetic reloader and if i want to swap it up to Horus least i now have to same it's a pulse rifle but now i have to go from a kinetic i have to change my kinetic loader to an arc loader and i'm yeah. just kind of like and some of the other stuff you got to change like I, I don't know i just thought that was just kind of like <clears throat> weird changes yeah for so. sure, absolutely. I think they're just, just kind of odd changes in general. Um, I think whoever, whoever was working on that wasn't thinking PvP. It was just thinking only PvE. Um, well, I mean, I mean, even if they're thinking PvE, man, those weapon surge mods on the freaking legs are just... That's insane. Like, because right now, I think it's technically bugged right now because you can only go up to four yeah. instead yeah. of the potential... Can, six? Does it max out at six? So, I mean, like, you're thinking without any time dilation. I mean, because it's pretty easy to make orbs and get orbs and stuff. Yeah, I find, like, like, I'm constantly at four armor charges. So, you could literally have six. You could have... And then each charge is ten seconds. So, now you have literally, without any time dilation added onto that, you have a minute of... Potentially, I say a minimum of ten percent increase the damage. If you have one surge on, it's ten. If you have two, I think it's seventeen. And if you have three, it's twenty-two percent. Twenty-two. So you figure probably most people are probably I would say majority will run two. So you get right there without any time dilation, you have a minute of seventeen percent extra damage. Where Fontamite was ten seconds, and it was like it was harder to get. Yeah, it was like. You had almost that. You had to prep it in a way where, like this, where it's just like, okay, like pretty easy to make orbs. You I mean you're running in-game activity, running a raid? You know, you have a warlock drop a well. I mean, right there's already, you know, thirty seconds of increased weapon damage, which is typically more than a damage phase on a boss. Yeah, like, and it stacks with uh, well, I believe now, where yeah. I don't. Yeah, high energy fire didn't stack, but I think Phantom Light did. Yeah, Phantom and then it also did. stacks with the uh, weapon perks, so like Vorpal weapon. Um, and then, so I think that's something that probably kind of needs to be looked at because I mean, if you're running time dilation, I mean, you're looking at if you just run one of them, I mean, you're looking at like what, like ninety seconds there. Well, realistically, four times fifteen, that's thirty. Yeah, that's a that's a minute, right? Well, I mean, if it with the bug right now, because you can only go up to four. If you have six of them at 15 seconds, is that so? Yeah, 90 seconds of damage. And if you're on two time dilations, now you're looking at 20 seconds per charge. Like, I feel like that's a little 
little much. Yeah. It's pretty busted. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use it, but like... Yeah, hell yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, free, it's free damage. You don't like, have to do anything. Okay, like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, like, I feel like... Once other, like, builds kind of got out there, like, a little bit more, like, the kind of backlash on it kind of went away a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But that was the biggest thing. Like, everybody just lost their builds, and they had to wait until either they figured it out or their favorite content creator came up with. And there's a lot of a new build, ways so. to get orbs now. Like, firepower doesn't give you the, the uh, grenade energy, but it does give you orbs. Um, yeah. Same with uh, melee. So if you're using a hammer titan, you're they're constantly getting orbs. Um, yeah, so, it's crazy. Yeah, there's really, I mean, orbs are all over the place. So mm -hmm. um, I feel like you don't really... even need fire sprites, honestly. <laughs> you could probably no, do without those. Um, and even like the heavy ammo scout, I think that's a really cool mod too. Like yeah. we're running that garden of salvation. I mean. Uh, what a counter was that? Was that third, third? counter? With yeah, with the heartbeat. Gambit? With the heartbeat, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had like when we grouped up in the middle, the six of us. I had like there's like eleven heavy ammo bricks. There. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, I like, used I used twenty three shots of prospector, and I was full after that damage phase. Like it was insane. Yeah, like yeah, so. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I think we're kind of done with the. Yeah, I mean, if now. there is, I mean, we'll, we'll probably bring it up next week. I mean, yeah, it's getting kind of late, so let's go on into questions here. Uh, I'll start with some easy ones first, and then we'll move, move our way into some of the longer ones. So, thoughts on tormentors? Uh, I uh... like them. I mean, they're cool. I feel like they're like once we figured out how to cheese them, a little bit. They're pretty like, easy to the, cheese. Uh, yeah, so like I was a little disappointed there. Once again, like I don't want to give my final opinion until like I've run like a high, super high end activity yeah. with them. I mean, they're definitely cool looking. Like they're a nice add. When we first they're fought them, a... they were pretty tough because what you had to do is you had to shoot their shoulders and their chest, and they would constantly chase after you. Um, yeah. But now you can just suspend them with a Titan Barricade or a, or a, a Warlock Jump. And, uh, yeah, you just shoot at them and they're done. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Lightning Nades also work. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're pretty easy to take down. Uh, I do like them more than the Hive Guardians, just because the Hive Guardians were such a pain in the ass with the shield throws. Yeah, I feel like... But so Hive Guardians were more challenging yeah. just because of, like, they had the spammy, annoying abilities. Um, I feel like Tormentors are, like, cooler, though. Yeah. So, like, they're a nice ad. Like, I once again, like, I want to kind of wait and see, like, in terms of high-end content. But, like, once we've kind of figured out, you can kind of cheese them. They're not as, like, scary as Bungie was, like, kind of make them mm -hmm. sound. Yeah. So... I will, I will tell you, though, someone that got chased by every single Tormentor in our Legendary campaign playthrough, um, they were and pretty damn he was, scary. He was the first person to be grabbed. I was. I got command grabs first. Um, so, yeah. No pretty, shocker there. Pretty deadly. 
Um, so thoughts on Link to Shadows change? I have not done this strike, have you? I have. I haven't done um, Arms Dealer, but I've done Lake of Shadow. Um, thoughts on Lake of Shadows change? Alright, I mean... Don't care? It, yeah, it's just... I don't know if it's really better or worse. I mean, I think <laughs> some people think it's worse because it's like takes a little bit longer, but like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's fine, I guess. I, as, I heard Arms Dealer is really bad. I haven't touched that, but like, I feel like Arms Dealer to me, once again, would be like, okay, like, I like change. So, like, it's better than running the same strike that we've ran since like the launch of Destiny 2. Like, so, like, the change is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't run it, so I cannot tell you. I've I've done it once, so. Uh, thoughts on Legend Lost Sectors? I guess like thoughts on the difficulty change. We've kind of talked about that. Um, I don't know. I've only ran one Legend Lost Sector. And it was pretty easy as an excavation one. It just seemed fine. Yeah. I don't really know. They're a little bit. Uh tougher a little bit more, more yeah a little bit more challenging like you don't run them as quick which is kind of like annoying if you're grinding for like something and i don't think the drop rates have increased for the, the exotic drop rate i don't think has increased um well, like but they do give out enhancement better. yeah they do give out like enhancement prisms and things like that though so so it's a little more rewarding in that sense if you're trying to grind those out yeah um so Vex Stripe, uh, Force Loophole, is there new are the new Zox in there? I don't think they are. I think you have to unlock them before they'll be in there. Yeah, I think they're just random. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's how it is for everything once they're unlocked. Yeah. Um, and this one's kind of a two-in-one. So this will take us back. So what was our thoughts back when D1 first came out? And why, what made you want to check out the game? So I'll, I'll tell you mine first. Uh... I wanted to check it out because it was a Bungie game. That's that's as simple as that. Uh, I've played through a lot of Halo. Uh, big fan of Halo. Halo 1, 2, 3, ODST, and uh, Reach. And I wanted to check out their new uh, their new game. And when I did, um, didn't really like the campaign all that much. Liked Crucible a bit. And I kind of just stopped playing it because I didn't want to spend money on expansions. Really, that was kind of it. Uh, back then, I was playing on 360, so, you know, there's ways to get games without having to buy them. <laughs> so I was pretty cheap. I was pretty, pretty much just like, no. But now that I have disposable income, I'm buying every season, every year, every expansion. That we know of. So what are your thoughts on uh, when D1 was first came out? Um, so I didn't really have... Uh, I had an Xbox 360 for like a little bit. I played a little bit of Halo. I didn't really like... I mean, I knew of Bungie. I didn't really have like, oh my god, it's a new Bungie game. Like, I wasn't a huge Halo fan because like eventually I swapped over to the PlayStation. Um, I think it really touched like a lot of like... <clears throat> it like because i had like the pve element because back then like really didn't play a whole lot of pvp like until really destiny dropped um it just looked really cool 
um, something very unique, something that we've haven't seen and really still haven't really seen an FPS like looter shooter like Destiny. I mean, there's been like a few games that are like somewhat close, but nothing like Destiny. Um, I remember I actually took because it came out September, I think September six. 2000 and I think it's 23 so like 2013-2014 and I remember I took two weeks off from work to play this game because it came out like end of my physical year and I had to use up like my vacation I remember waiting in line at GameStop I had no clue really what which was like people were like watching their favorite content creators while waiting in line and i remember getting back home and like literally like playing like the first and this was when midnight releases were out too so like this was midnight and i remember sitting there playing for like the first two hours and i was just like well fuck there goes my so- social life <laughs> like i am just about to know life the crap out of this game i actually like literally sent uh, Mike a message and be like dude you gotta get destiny because he was kind of like on the fence he was like uh, it looks cool he goes I might wait to see like what you like what you say and I was like literally sent him a message and I think he ended up getting it like that next week and we played the crap out of destiny 2 like or not destiny I don't know why I keep thinking destiny 2 <laughs> but destiny 1 um yeah I, I, I don't know it just kind of clicked it was something that just wasn't ever there for me like in terms of like an open world like looter shooter like live service game like it just seemed really cool and it just as we've said like bungie has always killed it with the mechanics like and it just felt good story was horrible but like it (laughs) felt good the grind back in d1 vanilla was like that was a grind yeah that's honestly that's the reason why i didn't stick with it was the grind, the rep grind, was just unbearable to me. Yeah, like, to me, like, I mean, we kind of touch base on this, where, like, exotics, you said, are, like, candy now. Like, exotics meant something back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, when, I remember when, like, grinding out, like, running raids and stuff and, like, trying to get a Gallahorn. I mean, when somebody got a Gallahorn or a Vex Mythic class, you freaking knew. Mm-hmm. Like, now it's just kind of like, unless you're kamikaze. like <laughs> Or me with the last dungeon. Yeah. Like, it felt good <clears throat> actually getting that exotic. Just because, like, they just didn't drop compared to, like, they are now. Like, mm-hmm. so, it just it had everything I wanted. The grind felt good. So, I was just like, yeah. I yeah. guess I'm stuck with Destiny from here on out. Yeah, and it's kind of a funny story because after I tried it for the first, like, I played it, I, I dropped it. Uh, then Taken King came out, and my dad bought a copy of Destiny, and he grinded the shit out of it. And um, he actually bought me a copy of the Taken King, and I did not play it at all with him. Uh, I don't know why, I guess I just felt burnt out. Like, I played that game already, I'm playing all these different games all the time. Um, but then, uh, Destiny 2 came out for PC. I'm a huge PC gamer. Let me try this out. 
liked the beta. I was like, this plays pretty damn good. Uh, and then, yeah, I kind of just... I got sucked into the grind for Destiny 2, which is odd because the end game wasn't as robust, I guess, as the first Destiny. Yeah, it, yeah. not even close. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. I, I don't know what it was. I think it was just the story of the Red War campaign. Like, it kind of told you what the universe was about more and so i was more attracted to to the game um and it was the thing that i played with my dad and my friend so that helped as well yeah this is a game like i remember like i think Dest if mike wouldn't have hopped in to destiny i think that would have definitely like long term potentially like per like me not sticking around because like I had like at literally like the first week I had two other people so like we could do in-game stuff and then we eventually branched out and we like made a clan and then um you know we're we're running raids like nonstop mm -hmm. like now I can't even imagine what it would have been like if I would have had this clan back in D1 like I mean I know life the crap out of it already like it probably would have been even worse yeah, I would have definitely have sticked with it and had a lot of fond memories of D1. But going back to it, like I did go back to it, I think, during the year of Forsaken when things were starting to dry up. I went back to D1 and it was it was quite fun going through those missions again and grinding out strikes and things like that. It's a completely different game. Um, yeah, and I, I still... Uh, Destiny 2 is still a better game in terms of like gameplay yeah and d1 um it's just a lot of like the stuff like the grind just felt better on uh d1 crucible was like i mean it's day and Somewhat night difference <laughs> like i wouldn't i really wouldn't even say it was like balanced because like we definitely had like meta shifts like pretty hardcore like there was always like top tier weapons which that's literally every fps shooter known the man um but it was just more enjoyable the maps were better mm -hmm. um so like but other than in terms of like gameplay like destiny 2 just does feel a lot better which it should so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah i think that was we kind of answered the second part of that question which was our thoughts on the game now compared to when d1 first came out so yeah that's kind of my history was summing it up wasn't too hot on it at first played d2 had a lot had friends and family play it stuck with it they dropped off. I sent out a tweet saying, hey, anyone want to, like, group up? For I can't even remember what I said. What was it? Like, anyone want to get together for a raid or a clan or something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember looking because it was, like, such a weird timing because I was actually at, I think that was Guardian Con, and that might have been... I think it was the first year at Orlando. Might have been in Tampa. I remember like texting Mike, like, "Hey, let, like, let's get back into like Destiny." And then yeah, that's I literally like I think later that night I saw your text, and then I think from there on that's where Spark of the Vanguard pretty much started. So yeah. from a tweet, so <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, uh, so thanks everyone for coming on out to uh, the stream. You can catch these generally. It's Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, but today was an exception. And uh, Sully, where can the people find you? Uh, 
find me TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host, Kane, on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube as Kane Plays Stuff. Again, I stream this on my Twitch channel at Kane Plays Stuff at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. So you can check this out there live. And so then, Guardians, eyes down. <laughs>